My dick stink. Happy Pride. Today's Pride Day proper. What are you proud of, Jack? Uh, that my dick stinks? Yeah, right? Uh, That's like Stonewall. Yeah. Those people's dicks stank. You ever have poop on your dick? Uh, not intentionally. Well, no, not intentionally. Like, I've kind of, like, had a wiping error before. Uh, have you ever had somebody else's poop on your dick? No. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, it stank, don't it? Uh, it's, you know... I have a strong fortitude. I just, yeah. I just keep working. Well, no, you like the penis going in the butt so I, much that it's like, if you tell someone any collateral, any any amount of collateral damage is acceptable. If you notice that there's poop in the chute and you're doing it, you're like that's going to derail everything. Like it's better to just ignore it, yeah, and just deal with it later. Yeah. Just pretend it's not there. Just imagine their asses like tight. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, this ass is so tight. But sometimes you can feel it. And yeah. You're like, Ugh. Sure. It's mushy. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, you ever go ass to mouth? Uh, Sure, yeah. Oh, gross. I mean, I like eating butt, you know, so. But you don't like eating poo. No, no, no. I don't. Eating. Well, I mean, no, I don't. I've never sucked a dick that was in no, the butt. No, but you've gone with a girl. Yeah. Asked him out. Yeah. Oh, gross, dog. <laughs> I mean, some people are into and it. And then you got to kiss him later? Yeah, that's fine. I guess it's your own. I guess it's. Yeah, you ate their ass anyway. It's the same. I've had very few, like, one night stands. Yeah. But one, one night stand on <clears throat> New Year's Eve a little while ago, a few years ago. Uh, I ate this girl's butt, and then she wouldn't kiss me afterwards. And I was like. That's so weird. Like, okay. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. I felt dejected. Was she into the butt eating? I th- think she accepted it. Okay, so not really. Yeah. Yeah. She had great snacks. Yeah. And then she wanted to go to the casino, and I was like, I'm not going to the casino on New Year's so Day. So are you saying that the butt was the snack? No. She had... She like had, gushers? Yeah, she had, like, good kale chips. Oh, sick. Yeah, she wanted to go to the casino at like 3 a.m. on New Year's Day. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not fucking going to a casino with you. I'm going to a casino called Bed. Yeah, bye bye. Never talk to her again. Yeah, that's probably for the better for both of you. Yeah. Um. So you went to San Francisco. Yeah, I was in San Francisco. Were they, were they proud down there? You know what? Not nearly as much as really? Seattle. Huh. I feel like they're kind of over it at this point. Yeah. Uh, the Tenderloin, I was down there. What yeah. a war zone zombie land that is. But uh, you got to go to the Castro. That's where the rich gays are. Yeah, I yeah. drove. I drove through there. I think they have more like tasteful, like light pole banners than like everything covered in rainbows. Yeah. Well, in the Tenderloin, loin, there were some light pole banners that said it was the transgender. Uh, district and I was like that seems dystopian and they had the trans it was like the trans flag and it was sure. the transgender district and I was like oh this is where they keep them all <clears throat> yes they're this, all trans this is, homeless this is the Warsaw ghetto for trans <laughs> like, didn't see one just saw fentanyl heads oh, down dude, there this, there's nothing tender about that loin Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's overcooked and dry hey, you know it's easy to do. Speaking it's a, it's a lean of protein, 
We'll get back to San Francisco. Speaking of which, throwing shade, local restaurant Smith served mm. a terrible meal the other day. To you. Yeah, my my steak was cooked perfectly actually but it would you could tell that it had been sitting out for a while and just yeah. like wasn't getting delivered because it was kind of cold mm. and it was like everything was just like way too salty and my lady friend's chicken breast was mm. dry as cardboard oh you hate was, to see it. it was we sent him back we said we're not paying we're out of here. Yeah, no, last night at club comedy everyone was fucking shitting on smith. Really? Yeah, they were saying that everything uh, sucks. Yeah, there, it's terrible, and that the new ownership doesn't really know what they're doing. It had the worst waiter. He wouldn't make eye contact. Didn't come check and be like, "Hey, how is it?" So yeah. I could be like, "It sucks." Like we had to wait for the owner to show up, and then we we're like, "It sucks," and it took forever to come out, and it sucks. Yeah, and, which may have contributed to the sucking. Right, exactly. And so we're like, "Take it off, good sir." Well, it's. it's- Pretty progressive of the owner to, to participate in the Waiters with Autism program. This guy, I don't know what his deal was, but yeah, he was just a terrible waiter. Anyway, back to San Francisco. Yeah. Great food there. Oh, had, yeah. Had great food oh, in yeah. San Francisco. El Ferralito, mm-hmm. classic, uh, you know, old school taco Mexican food down in the Mission there. Yeah. I stayed in the Mission. That's my favorite. The Mission District. <clears throat> yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, I always go down there when I'm in San Francisco. And Gotta love the Alamo Draft House Cinema. I was right by there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't go, but yeah, I, good pinball games. But I was right by there, and uh, yeah, some had some banging tacos. Went to this Peruvian restaurant. Delicious. Yeah. What's uh, what's the difference between like Peruvian food and Mexican food? You know, More really. Llama. Yeah, probably. More, yeah. But really, I don't know. But. Uh, when you get right down to it, I don't know. You the, don't know. That's I don't, okay. I don't know the exact differences, but... You probably couldn't tell the difference between a Peruvian and a Mexican. I bet I could. If you, if you sat them side by side. Yeah, I probably could. Peruvian's got kind of like a longer head. Ah. And it was like rounder, longer a little bit. Ah, oh, the round longs. Um, More like egg-shaped. Uh, But it, they do chickens right. They do, they're really into like rotisserie, I think, and like slow... The Peruvian. Yeah. Okay. And so... <clears throat> Uh, less corn. Mm-hmm. I think. I think more potato, less corn. Yeah, it's a mountainous culture. They yeah. don't have the fields to cultivate maize. Right, and so I had a delicious quarter roasted chicken in this like spicy sauce with yeah. some rice and fried plantains and a <clears throat> yuzu crema. Okay, and uh, it was all fucking banging. It was so fucking good. It was sick. I oh, I had a drink that they used red corn mm-hmm. and. And some fruit juice or something. It was, it was sweet. It was delicious. Like the Appalachian folks, they save their corn for liquor. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Did you did you look these places up, or are you just like I'm going to go wherever? I just kind of looked at restaurants around where I was. Yeah. Actually, the Peruvian place. I was just walking by it, and I was yeah. like, Nah, that sounds right. Like I think that's what. Yeah, I like want. Peru. Yeah, I do. Saw a Prison Affair, uh, the last show of their U.S. tour. Your favorite. Pretty lackluster, to be uh, honest. Yeah, they're probably they're probably worn out. They were worn. You could tell they were worn out. Like it was just they were just working. Like song sounded great, but it was just right. <clears throat> start playing, don't stop playing. Had no juice. Not really. Yeah. yeah, the juice wasn't there. Technically sufficient, no juice. Had you seen them before? I saw them in New York. Yeah, and a lot of juice. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, New York, you got to bring it. 
Yeah. People on the West Coast, they'll they'll tolerate bad service. Yeah, and the pit was just like disjointed. Mm-hmm. It was you couldn't there's no flow to it. No what, what were pits like where you grew up? Uh extremely violent. Extremely violent. Did did like It wasn't fun. Yeah, like I didn't know pits could go in a circle until I was like twenty years old. Yeah. Like pits in Kansas City, it was just like the biggest, fattest skinheads like running and punching more or less yeah there was a lot more spin kicks and swoopy haircuts mm-hmm. and wait a lot of crowd killing what is that where you just like slam into where, the crowd around yeah the you? crowd is you know i mean if you're on the edge of the pit you take a chance of getting pushed or yeah. kicked or something you know what i mean that's the chance you take yeah but crowd killing is like somebody would like run up to the edge of the crowd and then just like slam their hand down like three or four people back and just like that person's not asking for it like they really kill that crowd and so or just head walking where you stage dive but you're not diving you're just literally trying to walk on people's heads uh just being a dick yeah pretty much that's what i grew up with i wasn't in i wasn't into that stuff yeah i was never into the hardcore mosh i was like i'm not trying to do karate moves punks are (laughs) anti-social what i can't believe it i'm not trying to do these like sick karate moves out here to a cool breakdown now the pits in kansas city were it was more just like a brawl yeah like there was a there was a circular area and people were just like running and punching or like five guys would link arms and just oh sure like red rover through the yeah sure and then uh, i moved to hawaii and would go to punk shows, and they're like, bro, you're too rough, you're too rough. <laughs> and people would just, like, kind of dance in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. A circle pit, if you will. Yeah, the <clears throat> these shows, the pits are fun, because everything is just low. No one's throwing punches. Yeah. Everybody is just low pushes, you know what I mean? Sure. Just to give you space and push somebody off, and yeah. light bouncing around, you know, it's good, it's so good that, time. That hardcore show we went to in Tacoma, like... People were doing a lot of violent moves, but it was like, like social distance. Yeah. Moshing. Yeah. And there was like no one around. It's like, don't come close to me. <laughs> I will kick you. Oh. Uh, log about you later. That was cool. There was a band that opened for them called Juice Bumps. Uh, they painted their face weird. They, they're tight, a little obnoxious. It's like a modern Devo in a yeah. way. Very. They, they probably brought it. They brought they it. Were, they were try hard. They were fucking. They brought it way too hard. Yeah. It was a bunch of theater kids in Ugh. a punk band. Solid musicians. Good music. Check them out on Spotify. What, what do you think, like, the ethics are? Because in com- comedy, we kind of have a similar thing of trying to bury the person who comes after you. Oh, like yeah. If you're hosting or featuring, like, do you hold anything back? No. No. I mean, if I'm hosting. I try not to do super dirty stuff. Sure, I try same, and, same. Like, that's just a somewhat unwritten rule of, like, the host doesn't... It's courteous. Yeah. Yeah, not dirty, not crowd work. Yeah, exactly. You're just setting them up. And so I try and adhere to that, because I think it does function well. Um, featuring? No, I hold nothing back. Yeah, if you're featuring, the headliner should be better enough than you... Yeah, that, that 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 you shouldn't be a threat, right? Hopefully that's true. It's not always true. But no, it's not always true. There's some, yeah, there's some people that yeah they just have like an hour of mediocre material, 
and they haven't ascended to headliner dumb by like talent, but just by volume, yeah, and time or sheer luck. Yeah, yeah, it mm. seems to be uh, one of the most uh, valuable commodities. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could adjust my luck ratio. I wish I could get a magic amulet that yeah. uh, gave me plus four. We didn't. We didn't put enough into our charisma stat. <sighs> Tell me age. about it. Yeah. Uh, you do any shows in San Francisco? Did a bunch of open mics. Yeah, how's uh, the scene down there? Poppin'. Poppin'. Yeah, I only caught a whisper of it, yeah. you know what I mean? But um, a lot a lot going on pretty much every night of the week. I only caught... The first night I was there Wednesday, I did three open mics. Okay. None of them great, but, you know, it's the summer and yeah, yeah. whatever. But good enough... Uh, I had to follow this fucking ultra vibe killer two times. Like he was at the first bar and then he went to the second bar and just by luck. What kind of vibe killer? Just like. Like an edgelord or like a wet blanket. Both. And just like no jokes and just rambling about nothing and just sad shit and just like. And then you're like, uh, well, what else do I want to what talk about? Do I talk about? <laughs> it's like when people do that shit, it's just like fucking just be done. Just like if you're if you have to like if you have to make obnoxious noises to yeah. go through your mental Rolodex, like mm-hmm. just get off stage. Like you're killing you're ruining it. We should do like a theme show where like the comedians will do their sets, but the whole time a sniper has like a red dot <laughs> trained on their forehead. If they say, um, <laughs> if they do any sort of like obnoxious com- comedy tropes. That would be funny. I, I would die. Yeah. I would get shot in the head on that show, but nothing of value I, would be lost. I say, um, sometimes, but I don't think it's egregious. I don't think it's overkill, but like. I would never like like oh well mm, what do I want to talk about tonight what's going on? do you guys want to hear like a story about how I found my mom's dildo or a time that my dad ran over my dog and just like <laughs> like <laughs> like I hate when they do the I don't want to hear either of those stories I, I hate when they do multiple choice yeah like anybody it, it can work <sighs> like I've seen it work before um. What's another one? People saying, uh, know what I mean? Oh, know what I'm saying? God. After everything. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was just like a, an obnoxious open micer thing. But then like I listened to some specials from comedians that I really like. And it's like, oh, fuck, he's doing it. Yeah, some people do. Yeah. Know what I listened mean? to that uh, Gillis Live in Austin special. And it's like, no, Shane, you're oh, doing really? it. He was, like, it was, he was saying, know what I mean? He said, it was kind of towards the end. He was like, know what I mean? Oh, know yeah. Know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? And just like over and over and over again. So, uh, no, no, I still like Gil. He's coming out with a new hour pretty soon. Yeah. Him and uh, Kurt Metzger both coming out with new specials. So, okay. it's a good, 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 good time to like the comedians that I like. I don't know if I've ever seen any of Kurtz's oh, other dude, specials. Uh, you got Spotify, right? Yeah. His two albums on Spotify are some of the best. Oh, he's great. That he's, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, he's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, White Precious and uh, Kurt Metzger Talks to Children or something. Yeah, both of them. Like, if I'm, ever, if I'm ever feeling, like, uninspired for too long, like, I'll go back and listen to those and be like, oh, okay, Kurt, mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. Oh, also in Emmys. also in San Francisco. Oh, really? They got Emmys. 
No, not his albums, but I mean, he wrote for oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Chappelle yeah. Chappelle Show and right. Inside Amy Schumer and got Emmys for that. Uh, also at the show I went to in San Francisco, the music show, uh, earlier that day I had taken two hits of acid and went roller skating in Golden Gate Park for like five hours. Yeah. And then I went home. I got into a spat with a woman in Whole Foods while I was wearing roller skates. In, in About you wearing roller yeah. skates? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just, you know, very cautiously, slowly, yeah, um, moving through Whole Foods. Sure. You know, I don't have to lift my feet up to skate. Um, well, you're a very good skater. Right. And you're used to skating through traffic. Right. And so uh, two people almost ran into me, but because I was paying attention, I was able to get out of their way. But if I was on foot, the same thing would yeah, have happened. Yeah, they would have tried to ride yeah, run into you on foot. Was it the one down in uh, no. The Hate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been to that one. Yeah. It's- fucking mob scene yeah and tiny and so i'm just moving through there in a easy manner getting some yogurt get some protein drinks and stuff sure, yeah <clears throat> and essentials this i'm just like looking for the protein bars and this woman who works there comes up to me and she's just like i have my headphones in and she's just like sir sir i take my headphones out and Sometimes I surprise myself with the answers I give. Yeah. And she was like, sir, you really can't be skating in here. I was like, since when? (laughs) 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 Like, that was just like my, like, in a sentence, it's just like a, like, matter of fact way. Like, I always skate in here. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, you, well, you just really can't. And then I was like, okay, well. Have you skated in Seattle Whole Foods? yeah, Yeah. Nobody says anything. Right. And, uh, so I've got my stuff, and if she was really going to start pushing, I was just going to start drinking it in the store. Sure, right. And be like, okay, whatever. Uh, but I really just paid no, gave her no power. I didn't like, I didn't respect her authority at all. And uh, so I just started skating away. Yeah. And just like looking for the protein bars, which she was standing in front of. Sure. And then she's like, "Sir," I was like, "Well, just." Can you tell me? Oh, they're right behind you. That's what I was looking for. And which seems like a crazy thing to say that I was like, you know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh, that's what I was looking for right there. Okay. Yeah. Now I'll leave. But it was, it is what I was looking sure. for. And it was right behind I th- her. I thought you meant it was just some civilian. No, she worked there. She worked there. Yeah. Yeah. She probably looked at you and was like, okay, this guy doesn't look too homeless. Right. You know, he looks like he's not going to stab me. Yeah. If I talk to him. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick this. Oh, fight. I was just really sweaty and yeah. on roller skates. Should have like um, moved your arm and like flung sweat beads at her. Um, That's assault. Yeah, salty. And Hey-o. so anyway, <laughs> she was like, "You can't be in here." I got all my stuff, and then I just go stand in line. <laughs> just like, like, "All right, I'm leaving." Yeah, I'm leaving. Bye. See you never again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, next time I'm here skating. Uh, so that was funny. Yeah. But then I went to the show, still a little bit on acid, and the bouncer. He was a cool guy, a cool venue, kilowatt, and this guy was just going nuts, like stage crowd surfing, and like they had no rules, very strict rules about that apparently. No crowd surfing. So this guy was like the bouncer, big guy, was just like trying to yank him down and be like, "Don't fucking do that." Then the guy would just like he seemed like he was like on drugs or something. Yeah. Like he was like was incoherent, but like spazzing. Younger guy, older guy. Hard to say. Hard to say. Le- leather jacket and thick 
slash like hair. Yeah. Just couldn't see his face. He was just a mob of hair and leather. Just yeah. Fl- just flailing around. Yeah. And so the bouncer is like, it's getting rough, but no fists. Yeah. And like the bouncer's having a hard time getting control of this guy and stuff. And so I see an opening and I just bum rush him, mm-hmm. bear hug him, lift him up off the ground, like half fireman carry him, yeah. and just line drive for the door through a crowd of people. I'm just yeah. like bear hugging this guy and just like pile driving through people sure. until I hit a mass that I can't go any further. Yeah. And then I let him go and he like stumbles and falls. And then uh, the bouncer's just like on him in, yeah. in a second. And then I just like back up into the corner and sure. or back up out of there, yeah. like Homer in a bush. And all on roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. Not on roller skates for that. And no one said anything. No one said a word to me about. Well, they all probably hated him too. Yeah. Yeah. They hated him and they weren't going to do anything. Cause but the bouncer all- wasn't even like, Hey, thanks. Or like, I don't know. Just like, I was another surprising moment for me. Like, I don't, uh, as I was doing it, I was yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, why is it like, why are you doing this? Like you, yeah. Or to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, as soon as you did that, you became the next biggest threat in the room. Oh yeah. Cause the bouncer's like, Oh fuck. Now what's this guy going to do? I guess. What do, so. what do we need? A vigilant, vigilante <laughs> justice. My door guy kicked in. That's all the, yeah, like exactly. my door guy kicked in. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, but then I don't know. It was fine. after yeah. that. Man, I got to bring your people beat. gave me a wide berth in the pit after that. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> You're still sweaty. Yeah, I was a mess. Fun yeah. night. Fun night. Man, sounds like a good time. And you, you went down there just for that show. Right? Yeah. And then I did some comedy, ended up getting and being a part of the pirate cat. No, the mutiny radio comedy festival that's down there. It was okay. Light turnout. You just like showed up for the shows and they're like, you want to go on? More or less. Oh, that's. Yeah. That's how a festival should be. Yeah. Uh, it was apparently not a great year for it. Apparently they've had better years. Yeah, I saw some of the people who got in. It didn't look. Yeah. I super always. Great. I went to a couple of the shows and it was just. It was mostly just locals. Yeah. There's a couple. There's like three comics from San Diego that were there, and they were horrible. This one guy was just forget what he was talking about, but he was had some like really just like edge lord. But like you're like this is too real. You like, can't tell beach jokes in a bay. Yeah, yeah. Like if you bring beach jokes to a bay, they're gonna. He had some joke about like out of there. a dog eating a bloody tampon out of a woman or something. I don't know. It was just That's like pretty gross. Like what are you talking about? Man. Generally, you know, we'd be like, oh, women fucking dogs material, awesome. Mm-hmm. Very pro, but... But period? Come on. We got standards yeah. here. What about you? Anything cool happen? Oh, gosh. Hardly anything cool has been happening. Um, <laughs> my open mic has been sucking. In uh, what way? Just, like, no crowds. Ooh. Well, it's summer. The... The, 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 the comics have been better. Okay. It hasn't been. It seems like the kind of edge lordiness kind of peaked about a month ago, and it's kind of like ebbed out a little bit. I think maybe some people are starting to kind of get the get the message. Yeah. That like that's not the best way to go for material. But yeah, good, I don't know. Good old edge lords. That's their. Uh, June was a really heavy month for shows, but July is kind of like pretty thin. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm doing that uh, multi-city competition festival down in uh, Central oh, Oregon, the right. Ty Boyce yeah. one. So, you and Dane? No, Dane's out. Oh, who'd you get to fill? We got uh, Jamal. Oh, not my choice. Yeah, uh, I'm, he's very funny. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it sounds cool, but also like a huge pain in the ass. Sure. To be stuck in Central Oregon for like four days. Um, well, it's just a drug in booze party. I don't really do a ton of that, though. Well, I mean, they'll be get some blow. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, fingers crossed. Bring some down. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I'm sure Jamal has got connections. Maybe. Why? Because he's black. <laughs> no, he loves blow. Um, so there's that. Shows. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking boring this week. Oh, fucking hugs, man. Oh. Yeah, I saw like... I haven't seen shit like this since like middle school. It brought me way back like... I don't remember where. I think it was at the water wheel or something. There was like two groups of people trying to like flee the open mic and they were all like saying goodbye to each other and there was like one kind of guy who was obviously a couple notches below the other guys and he was trying to get a hug. He was angling for hug. You know how like you say mm-hmm. goodbye to someone and you just hug them and it's natural. You don't think about it. This guy was trying to like insert himself for hugs and I could see all of like the women in the group kind of like instinctively distancing themselves from this guy. But he finally was able to like kind of get one. You mm-hmm. know, he, he couldn't escape. He, he picked off the one. I don't know if he'd like help her move or something sometimes. So he's like, oh, she's got to hug me. And uh, he was like, hey, where's my hug? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Did you, you remember people doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like free, I haven't the, seen... the fat guy who wears a free hug shirt. Yeah. It's or always a fat like, guy. I don't know. Like I, I remember like going through puberty and you just have like this instinct to like push your body against someone. Uh, and like it doesn't matter. Like yeah. it doesn't matter how much like you trample on like nonverbal codes of like social conduct. It's like I'm going to get this physical contact. And, oh, I was never like that. No, I mean yeah. me neither. Yeah. But like I, I remember that being a thing. To the point to where, like, I hate it. I hate when I have to give hugs. Yeah, like, I, I don't want hugs. <clears throat> yeah. Like, people who, like, go out of their way to, like, Especially if me. I don't know you. If yeah. I, especially if, like, you're a friend of a friend yeah. and, like, you're leaving. And, like, let's get yeah. I'm like, do we no. have, like, why? I don't I'm want- a massage therapist. I love to touch people. I don't want people touching me. Yeah. I want to be in control of the touch <laughs> dynamic. Uh-huh. Um, but, no, he, you know, he, he gave her the hug. And, like, I don't know, like... They talk about women being, like, nice and, like, women being much more like, oh, I have to obey social convention. Right. And so, like... Or I'll die. <laughs> yeah, or... I'll, I mean, you'll have social death. Yeah. Which is worse. You know, guys, we can kind of be weird outsiders much more easily. Uh, but she gave him the hug, and, and, like, you know, I've seen this before, but it really kind of clicked in my brain. as like, oh, this is, like, hugging is, like, a sexual evolutionary arms race for social status and she gave him this hug where it was like 
she just like touched him as little as possible with her collarbone. Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at that hug from the side, it would look like a capital letter A. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was like, I would never want a hug like this. Just a bone on bone hug. No. Yeah. No, that that's like. And you can't feel good for him. I think that, like, yeah, no, I'm sure it didn't feel good for him, but, like, I'm sure his ability to, like, not get attention from women is so, like, that barely even registers on what feels bad for him. Like, he's buried in this hole of never getting pussy to where it's, like, you know, that's the game for him, and he kind of won that interaction just by, like, getting a pathetic hug. What if women got surgical implants of tasers in them that, like, they could just, like, shock someone? What if they just said no? You know what I mean? Just, I I, I think if you're a lady and you don't want to hug a weirdo, just don't hug him. Say no. Theoretically. That's what I would tell my daughter. I was like, you don't owe anybody a hug ever. Theoretically, that works. But then we kind of couch it in the social dynamics. Mm -hmm. Because she probably likes other guys in that group. Sure. And she wants them to continue to like her. Uh, Yeah. Exactly. And like she was hugging like Dave and Brad. Sure. But then Kevin walks up and she's like, dude, nobody wants to touch Kevin. That is a rough situation. That's a rough situation for anybody. Yeah. Because like like you don't want to alienate him. And, and, And like... She's probably had weird interactions with Kevin before. Yeah. Like, this isn't the first time, like, she has been like, I don't want to interact with Kevin. Mm. You know what I would do? I would say, nobody gets a hug. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like uh, bubblegum at school. Like, I didn't bring enough for everybody. No, I I think that is, like, the evolutionary usefulness of the A-frame hug or, like, even even worse is, like, a side hug. Oh, yeah. You know, then you can just, like... And there's you, no if, chance so that they're going to push themselves against your boobs at all in if, that sense. If a woman forces a hug on you, do you ever say no? Or do you go for, like, the one-armed, like, two-pat, one-arm hug? That's what I do, just, like... The collarbone pat back. Um, I'll, I'll usually like do a limp hug. I don't do two arms. Yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do a one arm. Like I won't make the same kind of space between bodies, mm-hmm. but I don't have to worry about tits. You, sure. Like that's why girls do that because it's like they're like, oh, I don't want this guy pushing up against my sweet bees. Yeah. Uh, that's B cup, not sweet boobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll do like you know that. Um, I'll do like the one arm. I don't know. There's guys that like hug too hard or too aggressively. Um, you know how someone when they like shake their hand and try to like break every bone in your hand with the handshake. Ugh, yeah, I, I don't see that in Seattle as yeah. much. Like most guys in Seattle are fortunately slightly more in touch with emotions yeah. and the social contracts than like. I shook a woman's hand too hard the other day at work. Yeah. A client, she shook my hand and I could feel like, I just shook her hand normally, but I could feel things like popping in her hand. And I was like, Ugh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You're very frail. Um, but no, like when guys will like bring that same ethos to hugging and it's like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Fucking like cracking my back with a hug. 
Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I got you there. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> don't, don't ever touch me again. But that doesn't really happen here either. I feel like I'm forced to hug women more than anybody. And it's always like a whatever. Like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll give you a little side hug here. Yeah, yeah. Ah, no, it, it's – it doesn't happen much, but it feels like it's a certain archetype of guy. Sure, yes. Yeah, the They're fedora, all, long hair, fat guy, dr- dangly earring. It, it, it's always some kind of a bear. Not necessarily like a gay bear, but like the gay physiology. For a man-on-man hug? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the creepy hug. Oh, no. Creepy hug is a different thing. Yeah, I'm, creepy hug is different. I'm talking about overly aggressive man-on-man huggers. Oh, yeah. It's always a big-ass guy. Big-ass guy. And, like, I don't know. Maybe they've absorbed that into part of their – like, oh, I'm like, I'm like a big teddy bear. Right. People love my hugs. Yeah. And it's just, just like, so big and thick. You and, smell like wet laundry. Right. <laughs> You ever notice that fat guys have long hair and it's like, I've tried to make a joke about this, but I think it's a little too accurate and hurtful to where I can't actually say it. But like, sometimes you see a fat guy with long hair and it's like, you just know that in his head, that's the equivalent of wearing a t-shirt in a pool for him. Be like, he thinks that by having long hair, no one's going to be able to tell that he's fat. Well, it's like, it's like bangs. He wants to wear it down to hide his jowls. I, yeah, maybe. Like it frames his face so it looks thinner than. There's, I know, I've met a few fedora y, creepy hug yeah. fat guys who have long hair and like, it's a, they take immaculate care of their hair. Sure. They, 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 it's well, beautiful. Like, it's beautiful hair. Like that but, kind of pathetic outsider is more likely to like have long hair. Yeah. Anyways, like trench coat, fedora, katana, bushido guys. Yes. You know, even the skinny ones. Yeah. They'll have long hair or like a top knot or a ponytail or something. Uh, it's just, I always see it as just like, oh, this poor, this is an eight year old chubby kid in a pool with a white t shirt on. Yeah. And he thinks no one can see his tits. Smells like crease sweat. <laughs> we ever a pool, a shirt in the pool guy? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, my whole family, like, we all have tits. <laughs> like, I work out all the time. I've got really big chest muscles, uh-huh. but I still have fucking tits and gyno. Mm. Um, I made this. You ever make deals with yourself? Yeah. Where you're like, okay, if I can do this thing, then I can have this nice treat reward. Oh, no, I don't really do that. Okay. so It's I more would, like, if you don't do this, I'm not going to mentally berate myself for a while so you're more a carrot guy than a stick guy or you're more a stick guy yeah. than a carrot guy no the the other night i was thinking uh oh if if you can get to six figures in your bank account you can get this chest surgery mm. yeah because it's not even like a body fat thing it's like uh it's like an accumulate like i like i grew breast tissue oh. in middle school when I hit puberty and my dad has it and my brother has it, my uncle has it. And it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't outlift this. Right. Like I didn't have it when I was like anorexic skinny, but as soon as I started to put on like any size, there it was. So you get like a mesac- mesac- mm. mastectomy. Mastectomy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get cool scars. 
Hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully, like, I think <laughs> what they do is uh, they just cut around the nipple uh-huh. and then pull it out from the nipple. Uh, sure, just suck it out. Yeah, and then it's like when they su- – I mean, I've seen on clients that I massage, I was like, oh, they've had this surgery before. Uh-huh. Um, and then sew it back up, and hopefully, like, the border of the nipple is right. – it kind of hides the scar. Well, you got a hairy chest, too. I got a hairy chest, so – I don't know. It's really only for me. Yeah. And like part of that, I'm also like, oh, I have a girlfriend now who will ostensibly – I'm planning to be with this girlfriend mm-hmm. forever. So like why do why does it even matter? Well, I mean – She loves me. Yeah. I, I don't have to like attract more women. This is a purely cosmetic thing. That's valid. It's like just my own body dysmorphia. Yeah. I mean yeah. my body dysmorphia led me to getting – a chest tattoo that I don't particularly like. Yeah. Uh, to cover it up, which I'm going to go over again. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's funny to listen to bodybuilders talk about body dysmorphia. It's the, yeah. Cause, I mean, Cause every bodybuilder has it. Of course. Yeah. Every bodybuilder has it. They're like, Oh, I'm not big. Right. I'm tiny. And yeah. they're just like seeing, they look in the mirror and they don't see the muscles. They just see the, like the insecure man that they were when they were 14. And they're like, I need to get, as Huge. big as any yeah. person ever can. And it's never enough. No. Yeah. And I'm, I'm chasing the same dragon, man. Sure. I'm like, dude, you just got to get up to 225 and then back down to 210 and then you're going to be fucking yoked, bro. That's what my inner monologue sounds like. And how's that going? Pretty good, yeah. actually. You look like, good. You look yoked. Like in terms of like... Your thighs are popping. My trick is to wear garments that are too small for me. Oh, sure. A lot of people at open mics have been like calling out that my shirts don't fit me Uh recently. Uh, So I started getting extra large shirts. Really? Yeah. I go tight. I've been a medium since high school. So it's easy for me to find. I can get stuff that either fits like vertically Mm -hmm. or stuff that fits like around the circumference of my body. But if something fits the circumference of my body, it's going to be too short. So mm-hmm. I get that thing where, like, if I lift oh, you my need arm a, up... You need a long tall. A long tall. Yeah. yeah. A tall T. Uh, yeah, I, I need, like, a, a large chest and abdomen, but an extra large, like, length. Yeah, a medium long. Medium long, tall long, whatever. But, yeah, you know, I fill out an XL okay. Hmm. Yeah, I've been a medium since high school. I feel weird in a large. It feels too big. Yeah, it looks... Is that a large there? This is a medium. Yeah, it looks like a medium. Yeah. But no, like you you don't have as long of a torso as me, so it, it fits mm. you okay. Yeah. 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 I'm uh, not as tall. That's okay. You got very th- you've got thick limbs that I'll never have. Mm. Yeah. Dense. Now I talked to Quinn and he's like, Oh yeah, I just do like eight to ten pull ups, no problem. <laughs> and like yeah. me and Brendan Kelly are like, fuck you. What do you mean? Oh, so like he's short and has thick limbs. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. the leverage of him pulling is much easier because he has less weight. So you're not pull. good at pull-ups. No, I'm terrible at pull-ups. Gotcha. Yeah, like I can do like – I had to train for like six months to be able to do like, okay, I can get eight pull-ups. I'm out of shape for my pull-up game now, mm-hmm. but there was a period of time where I had a pull-up bar in my door. Yeah. And I had a I had a deal with myself. I was like, every time you go in this door or out of this door, you have to do five pull ups. Good deal. It adds up, you know. Oh what yeah, I mean? yeah. <clears throat> and so 
uh, yeah, I was doing a ton of like I I wish I had a pull up bar here. I'd be yeah. doing pull ups all the time. I just don't. It's pretty I, low. I have nowhere. Yeah, yeah, one is low, and two, just I have nowhere to put a pull up bar here. You can maybe set it up somewhere like on the patio. I was thinking about just going to Home Depot and buying some pipes, yeah, and just building a pull-up bar in the yard, mm-hmm. and just have it be like you know, essentially like a gate. Maybe put some plants trellising up it. Yeah, yeah. But it just it can be it, aesthetic. But it's actually just a pull-up bar. Yeah. No, that that's because I'm going to be living here for a while. My plan to move has changed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to be seems living to be here. really popular. Yeah. Choice to live here. Well, to not move. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, my trajectory's changed. There were like eight comedians at my level and my niche or slightly higher who were like, oh, I'm leaving this year. And now like six of them are like, oh, no, we're, I'm still staying. Yeah. So I guess I'll just have to get better and establish better. Once fall comes around, I'm going to start actually, I've got a, I've got my eye on a couple places. I might hit them up in August and see whatever, maybe get it going by September, but there's to like, like set up a show, a show. There's a brewery not too far from here. I'm not going to reveal the name on air lest someone else take it. One of our 64 listeners takes it. Uh, but I got to get another showcase going. Sure. I, I got to get a thing going. Yeah. That's really the, the bargaining chip. That and my drive in comedy is just like different now. Like I feel like I boiled over, but like, yeah. Like, well, it's easy to like hit a high point, but it's hard to maintain at that level. It's not even that. Just like my drive for it has changed. Ah. Like I care less about it now, sure. which means I'm doing better because like it. I I'm less concerned with like chasing the baubles and just more concerned with having fun and doing a good job and sure. not caring about the like next 10 years from now. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And like not feeling this like itch to have to go to an open mic every night Yeah, is really healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that has been a big change for me. Although that has diminishing returns because then you're not in the cool scene as much and you know what i mean like people might know your name but like you're only as good as your last set in some ways and so you got to come down got to come down sometimes and bust heads open and show people what's what What you can do yeah yeah i don't know it's uh sometimes i get some fomo Mm-hmm. For not getting on those kind of open mic showcases. Yeah, I'm just, I just feel like I've hit a point where like I don't need to go to every also, shitty like, yeah, it bar really mic. Matter. Yeah, it's like oh, I didn't get to be on this show that like three people went to. Well, yeah, some of these. Yeah, one you look at the lineup, and you're like, I don't even want to be on that show. Yeah. Yes, I'm talking about you, and then I was also talking about you, and then they'll Listen. put they'll post pictures of the show or whatever. And you're like, I definitely didn't want to be there. Like I'm fine with not doing like a show in like a pinball arcade to two people being one of 25 comics on the lineup. Yeah. We're, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. At least you get some pinball in. Yeah. You know, what sucks about that arcade is, you know, you go in and everything is free, but the pinball. Wait, where? Uh, Waterland. Oh yeah. Yeah. You pay to get in. I mean, I guess if you're a comic, you get yeah. in for free. And they're like, oh, it's, all the games are free. Except pinball. Except pinball. Because they know they got you. Yeah, because they know that they have like 
They know that if you're a pinball wizard, you will pay. It's it's weird. Like the pinball scene is so analogous to the comedy scene. Sure. Yeah. Like there's levels and a fucking weird popularity contest. And really, yeah. Huh. I mean, that's not that surprising, but you would think that would just be skill based. Like you could be the lone fingerless glove wearing weirdo, just like getting high scores and mm-hmm. everything and just be like, fuck you. And just like everybody be like, he's a dick, but man, look at those scores. You can't argue with those scores, dude. I, I mean, it is much more meritocratic in that way. Yeah. And there's also like ass you, all over town. Yeah. You have to, you have to navigate that, but then you also have to navigate like your social score. Yeah, and I've seen like some of the best players in the scene get like banned from places and like like oh you can't play in these leagues and tournaments anymore because people don't like you. What? Yeah, but like, what do they do? Because they're assholes, or like they're just like, um, man, imagine getting banned from pinball. Uh, I've I've been close, yeah, because uh, you're a savage beast, yeah, exactly. And like, but why do they care? Why like who like? It, it, it's like kind of in the same way that the people in comedy who kind of like rise to gatekeeper status are like woke scolds who care about that kind of status. And they look at, like, the pure, unfettered autism that is driving these people to be, like, you know, good at pinball, but also, like, emotional monsters. Do you get any sort of crowd for these things? Is it just internal, like... Um, so, a lot of people will show up to leagues and tournaments who have no chance of winning. Okay. And they know that they have no chance of winning. There's like a pretty well-defined hierarchy of like who's in the running every time. But people the same as comedy, they just like to hang out and drink. They like to be a part of it. And you know, pe- people get better, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I kind of get it and I'm getting my ass kicked now, but like 3 years from now that person will be pretty good. Kind of same as in comedy. And there's always people kind of like quitting or moving away and like are there pinball sluts? Yeah. Yeah, there are. And we might have talked about this on the show before, but like it's so weird and jarring and like evolutionarily confusing to like watch a girl get wet for pinball. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm having a great game on this pinball machine and I can see this girl like squirming next to me she she sees what those fingers do exactly they're strong yeah but it's like it's like a status thing it's like oh wow you have status in this weird niche thing god humans are so stupid we're so dumb i won't even say women because like it's the same thing for dudes yeah. but like just god I we're mean, so dumb it it really made sense when we were just hunter gatherers sure but like as, as soon as like we uh upgraded to the level of having like specialized talent artificers things things started getting dumb yeah 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 as soon as it was wow this guy's a good dancer yeah the guy who's dancing really good gets more pussy than the guy who brings in a buffalo to eat 
ah, I bet that Buffalo guy does <laughs> he, pretty good for he himself. He probably did all right. Yeah, he probably did all right. <laughs> Just shuffling off to Buffalo. Well, I mean, da- dancing I can kind of get. Yeah. Because it's like, kind of like sex. I've heard, I mean, I don't it's know. It's like a vertical expression of a horizontal desire. I don't. I don't know if there's any actual proof for it, but something I heard that resonated with me and I will choose to accept it um, is that tattoos are a uh, social marker for like health because you're like able to get stabbed a hundred times, able to get stabbed a hundred times and like fight off any sort of infection. So the the bigger, the more tattoos you have, whatever, it's like a big primal indicator that you're like extremely healthy and virile because like you have all this, like, you know, markings on you that indicate your health. Well, and doesn't it also like indicate like honor that you have in the tribe i mean that's yeah. that's a different thing that's a different thing yeah that's a different thing yeah, altogether yeah. but just the base like the, i wonder how people figure sub, that out the subconscious part of what tattoos indicate is what that, percentage of people like died from infection yeah getting i mean the first but, like hundred I mean, years of tattooing i mean probably a lot yeah i mean you're just jamming like soot into your skin with like a sharp bone or something like who knows like early tattooing probably was much more of a gnarly situation yeah like it's like prison stick and pokes yeah but with like a lot more diseases and or yeah. d- bacteria can we pause for a second yeah. yeah i gotta take a leak all right we got 10 minutes left you want to just call it or you want to keep going mm, yeah we can call it all right uh you got anything you to plug uh, come to our garbage open mics. Hey, my my Jack's mic has mic been slightly less garbage than it, mine. It's been I know pre- resent that. It's been all right. It's been okay. Uh, I got a bunch of shows in July. If you sixty four peoples want to come see it, uh, other than that, I don't know. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Rain City jerks. Bye. Oh, Dick stink. Dick stink.